Our systems. For 75 years, NCMIC has been doing the right thing for its customers, employees, and the community. Now, here's Miller and Condon. Two, it's five minutes after the hour of 11 on Des Moines Sports Station, 1460 KXNO and 106.3 FM and wherever you are in the central time zone. Uh, Tom Cakert momentarily, Dave Sproul coming up in about 15 or 20 minutes and then we'll give you an opportunity to win some barbecue from our friends at Claxons. Let's get Tom Cakert in here, HawkeyeReport.com. The latest on the Hawks coming up in a, in, a, in a minute or two. But Tom, I mean, the big news this morning, the Bill Moose is out. He had said and recently said uh, that he plans on uh, staying in Lincoln until his contract runs out at the end of 2022. They're calling this a retirement. I think when they, whoever said that knows was in all likelihood growing uh, when he uttered those words as he's clearly pushed. Uh, this is surprising, Tom, in some respects. I get it's the end of the fiscal year and maybe that makes sense for it to happen now. But look at it, it caught everybody off guard. Sipple is on vacation. If there was any inkling that something big was going to happen, there's no way that the Journal Star is letting him take some time off. This uh, this is a shock to a lot of people over in Nebraska. How are you? Yeah, yeah. First off, Ken, congratulations on 25 years. Thank you, Tom. And sports talk. That's uh, and appreciate you having me on uh, during a lot of those years. Yes, so. indeed. I uh, just want to say thank you and uh, and congratulations. Thank you. But, uh, this is a this is a a stunner, really. You know, in a lot of ways, it was just like, wow, okay. Um, you know, uh, he he's not a young man. So you you know, your mind goes to did did it was something going on uh, privately that kind of forced him to quote unquote retire, or is it a health issue? But it was a health issue more than likely you'd kind of. Right. Give somebody a hint that maybe he's, you know, having some sort of health problem, and and he just needed to take some time off of and not be able to be an AD anymore. You'd kind of leak that a little bit, unless he just wants to be really private. I don't know, but it's just timing's weird, especially, you know, we're what two months, three months from the football season, you know, sixty-six from, days. <laughs> yeah, yeah, two months. You know, we're uh, it's just a weird timing that you would pull this. It really is, and there's a lot of speculation that goes along with it. It's his football coach. This is his dude. It's the one he brought in. And you wonder if there's something deeper here. If if it's he doesn't want to be the guy that has to fire Scott Frost. You know, it's simple as that, and could certainly see that. You don't want to be the guy. You don't want that to be your legacy. Is you brought him in and it just didn't work, and it comes back to you. So I would completely understand that part of it. So are there any? Any idea on this uh, of if you can go down that route? If there's just something a little bit deeper here, something with his connection with Frost that would make it difficult for him to be the guy to say you're out. I just I I'm still not convinced that you know Scott Frost is even on a hot seat. I just I don't even think his seat's even warm. I I just that's just a sense I've gotten, but maybe I'm misreading it. But I, I think I, it from the the Nebraska perspective, Scott Frost is a, is a made guy, and I just don't think he's in any trouble at all. Interesting. Uh, there's a pay story came out that's behind the Omaha.com paywall. Um, Adam Rittenberg chimed into Sam McCowan's piece, and 
Guess who's and I uh, can't read it. Full disclosure, I can't read it. But here's Adam Rittenberg, who's who's who has read the list. Good list here. Would have to think Nebraska makes a push for Jamie Pollard. Uh, boy, I don't Jamie know. Pollard. Jamie Pollard. Jamie Pollard. Yeah, I was gonna I was gonna throw that out there just to just to throw some chum in the water. <laughs> yeah. and say that maybe uh, you know for you guys that maybe Jamie Pollard would be a guy that they would target. He would make sense. It does. He's in kind some of, ways. You know, he's a Midwest guy. Um, Turn football know, he, around at Iowa State, and then. Yeah. Then you could Jamie Pollard hired. Boy, he, he runs Scott Frost out and brings in <laughs> the conquering hero Matt Campbell, oh, his man. guy. Oh, and he reunites gosh. with Fred Hoiberg. There, oh boy, it keeps getting better. Yes, another layer this? of it. Okay, okay, that's your next hour, guys. Right <laughs> Tom Caker helping us out here. Love it. Making friends and names. Well, it's a huge weekend for Hawkeye Athletics on the recruiting front, and basketball's brought in a a host of big-time visitors here over the last couple of weeks, but it's all been pointing for Iowa football to this weekend, the weekend where their best and brightest prospects are coming in. They're looking for commitments. You're seeing Tyler Barnes and the other staff uh, already tweeting and excited about this weekend. So just give us a primer here. What we're looking for, some of the local lit names maybe that are involved and some of the big names on campus that I was trying to get to sign, not sign on the dotted line, but get the verbal commitment and with it, showing the program after what happened a year ago, the changes that have been made. Yeah, and this has been kind of the process that's been going on since June 1st is is getting guys on campus and getting guys, um, you know, uh, around the Iowa program again and, and getting those visits done and um, and, and have, having people, uh, you know, that might have questions come in. And it was interesting talking to Kirk this week about that topic, the, the you know, everything that happened last year and being able to answer them. And he essentially said, we're, we bring it up. So they don't run from it. Mm. They don't duck it. Um, they bring it up right away, um, especially to the, the African-American kids. Just say, look, this is, this is what happened. And you can talk to our players about it. And they're free and open about it. And Tyrone Tracy was really open and frank about it and how things are better and everything. But anyway, the guys that are coming in, it, they've got 14 official visitors to um, – Guys that are visiting that are not uh, official visitors. One of them, Xavier Wampus, and uh, from Southeast Polk, um, and uh, you know, kicker uh, from uh, uh, the Carolinas. So they've got uh, you know the guys that I'm watching are the tight ends, Andrew Keller and uh, Mike O'Reilly uh, Ducker, who are both coming in. Uh, Tommy McIntosh was one of the kids who was going to come in, another tight end prospect, and he committed to Wisconsin this week. I was going to take two tight ends. It just seems like, um, you know, maybe it might be leading to something there. Hunter Dayo, the kid from Council Bluffs, is another player to watch. I, I think a uh, big defensive tackle. And we're kind of shaping up for some Iowa, Iowa State battles with like mm. Keller, Dayo. Um, you know, those are two of the, that just jump right off the page to me that are maybe Iowa State, Iowa battles. Um, Christian Stokes, a kid from Detroit. Who's a defensive back? It's a neat area for Iowa. I, I think he's a, a name that um, that I would like to, to see jump on board. But some of these guys are going to make. They've already kind of said, "Hey, I'm going to make my decision in July." So it, it was interesting talking to Kirk about this because he kind of just tamped down expectations for this weekend in a in a way that was kind of 
uh, almost out of the way trying to say, guys, don't expect a whole lot this weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, don't expect us to walk out of here with, with eight commitments or something. You know, there's 14 guys, four of them are committed. Don't expect them to, to be a lot. It's, it's going to be a process and it might take to the middle of July. And then I think you might see Iowa, um, end up with four or five more guys out of this group uh, by the middle of July. Tom, it was an unofficial visit yesterday that got my attention when I saw the picture of Tristan Wirth standing uh, beside Caden Proctor, uh, for a junior-to-be, right, Trent? at Southeast Polk yep. junior-to-be at SCP. Uh, and if you didn't know which one was the um, was the Super Bowl-winning uh, starting right tackle in the All-Pro, um, you wouldn't – I mean, Tristan Wirth is – not dwarfed by Caden Proctor, but Caden Proctor's a bigger man right now than Tristan Wirfs, who by all accounts, when you're around him, is absolutely huge. Yet Proctor, Tom, is bigger than him. It blows me away. Yeah. Yeah. And he's a junior. Right. How about that? Yeah. He's a junior in high school. And, um, you know, he's just, I, I talked to Caden last night and he was pretty, you know, honestly, he was pretty worn out. From his travel, he was, you know, the day before he was down with uh, Nick Saban, taking pictures mm-hmm. with Nick Saban, and the next day he's taking pictures with Tristan Wirfs. And, you know, for people who don't know, he wears 74 because he likes Tristan Wirfs. So, um, Iowa, <laughs> it, it's, it's funny how Tristan Wirfs ended up being at the Iowa football complex. Yeah, imagine. I just, <laughs> I, I, I don't know how that would happen. Boy, Tristan, you just happened to be working out at the same time that uh, a kid who wears 74 and, uh, kind of admires you is is there and uh Caden told me that he got to talk to Tristan for a while ask him a lot of questions about Iowa just about you know playing offensive line just kind of just picking his brain a little bit which is kind of a nice resource but boy the kid was tired last night he was like uh, I'm just kind of I think it's kind of it can be an overwhelming process for some of these kids and uh especially because he was really not doing this process um, at all, uh, because, you know, he was really not being, I mean, he was being recruited and, and, and such, but it wasn't like he was a national recruit before the pandemic. And now he's a national recruit and everybody's trying to get him on campus. He's going down to Mizzou next. And, um, you know, he's got, uh, he, he's going to have his, uh, his choice of places. There's another kid that, um, you know, it's going down to Mizzou this weekend too, a kid that I would just offered Charlie Jagashaw, uh, who's, who's going to be a national recruit as well. He's a kid from Rock Island, Alabama, where my, my son goes to high school. So four, you know, 400 kids in the school, and this kid is, I was talking to some coaches here locally uh, the other day, and and they're just, this kid, you know, one of the coaches had a kid who went to Clemson and started two years for Dabo and, and said this kid's uh, way better than this than this kid, uh, the, than the kid that went to Clemson. So he's a national recruit, going to go to LSU and visit Mizzou, and he was in Iowa, got an offer today or the other day too. Wow. It's uh, absolutely incredible to see, you know, and your world's colliding now where your son goes high school <laughs> and the recruiting side of things. Uh, let's go from creepy on football to creepy in basketball as you do on your podcast. Anything on the recruiting front for hoops? Of course, already have the commitment. We've talked about DeSante Bowen, but what else is heating up there? Saw Josh Dix, the kid from Council Bluffs, had his Purdue uh, official visit. That was taken off the board as Purdue picked up a wing. Yeah, and then he ends up picking up a Minnesota offer. So the ghosts are now in that uh, 
in that mix. I know um, Josh is, um, you know, talk, a friend of mine talked to him up at Minnesota, and he said he was thinking about taking a visit to Nebraska. They're showing some interest in him now. Um, the, the one school that hasn't really kind of shown a lot of interest is Creighton, which is interesting because, you know, right across the river for yeah. him. So, um, you know, they've had uh, Jaden Schutz, uh, Cam Kraft, uh, Aiden Shaw was on campus, another four-star kid, the top 50 kid in the country uh, from Kansas, who goes to the same high school that uh, Iowa football player Mason Richmond went to. Uh, and, um, so he's... He's been on campus. I'm actually sitting in the parking lot of Rock Island High School right now, and I'm going to go <laughs> dive in. And, and uh, Waukee Northwest is going to be playing and uh, going to get a look at the, the younger Sanford kid. Yeah. Um, Price. Uh, who, Price will be there, um, I'm hoping. Uh, Jared Koch's son Cooper and Peoria Notre Dame are going to be here. Um, and I, I believe Marcellus Somerville's son uh, also plays on on uh, the Peoria Notre Dame team. So get a look at those guys. No tampering uh, going to be involved I, there. No tampering, Tom, with no Marcellus. Tampering, son? I don't. I don't think. Okay. And okay. Uh, and also, uh, here's the interesting one: young Jack McCaffrey's uh, hmm. making his kind of debut with the Iowa City West uh, varsity team, and Jack will be a freshman this year. So, is uh, he? Is he? Look at him. I mean, Tom, we've we've been hearing this for years that the best of the bunch is is, is Jack. Uh, can is is that is that true? Do you think? I mean, look, his brothers are both really good. Uh, Connor, I, lo- I love his game. He's a better baseball player than basketball. But Patrick, uh, he certainly came on. But Jack apparently is the best of the three. Is there truth in that? There, there might be just from a build perspective because he's he's going to be as big as Patrick, but he's going to have a, a a thicker frame to him. Um, so um, Jack's really intriguing. Um, you know, I've not seen him play in person just seeing the videos but he's um he's going to be an interesting player to watch um also uh jeff most kid pete is playing on that team uh, there's like a ton of kids i mean i think ac earl's kid plays on that team too uh, cream uh billy taylor's kid uh one of the assistants savion's playing on that team i mean it's just like a cavalcade of uh <laughs> of former hawks or people related to iowa basketball on the, the iowa city west team that's weird. Indeed. I uh, mean, just to feel old. He absolutely does. Uh, Tom, last thing for me anyways, I, I see Luca. Is he is he out today too? He's what, He tweaked a hamstring after seemingly, I mean, everybody was impressed with his work ethic, uh, all the shots that he was putting up. I think he was, you know, his weight is down uh, from when uh, he finished his season at Iowa. I, I think, Tom, that here's what I'll say. I think he went from a long shot to hear his name in the top 60 to now that there's seemingly a shot that this uh, that Luca is going to get drafted based on the work that he's put in and even though he may not to play in the, get to play in these games because of the hamstring I think there's a better chance today that he gets drafted than I would have thought at the end of the season. Yeah, I think um I think you could say that for Luca and Joe Wieskamp. The interesting thing that I think is going to be a decision for these guys is the same decision that Jared Utah faced, which there was, there were teams that were going to draft Jared Utah at the end of the second round. And he just decided he wanted to, um, you know, do his own thing mm-hmm. and kind of sign with the, uh, pick up, pick a place where somebody was going to give him a two way contract and, uh, kind of deal and, and be able to maybe make it that way. And the two ways have really grown since JU did that. And Tyler Cook is kind of uh, benefited from that too. And now 
found a role in at Detroit. So I'm really interested to see if those guys just if there's a, a another team that might be really really interested in them that says we're going to take in a two way and you're going to have a real shot at at carving out a role with us and as opposed to getting drafted by a team that's just going to stash in the G League. Tom Caker at HawkeyeReport.com. He's got a busy weekend ahead of him. You can read all of uh, the recaps, etc. at HawkeyeReport.com. Tom, thank you. Appreciate it. We will talk to you next week. Thank you, Tom Caker. Okay, thanks, guys. Good to talk to you. Tom Caker at HawkeyeReport.com. All right, we've got Iowa State conversation uh, coming up next. I just searched Jamie Pollard on Twitter. Mm-hmm. They believe that he's coming. Oh, really? <laughs> I mean, fans, right? Throw sure. all the money you can at him. Jamie Pollard, no-brainer, give him a blank check. Do whatever it takes to get him to Lincoln. I don't think he is. Mm. I really believe that this is, and maybe I'm naive. Fred Hoiberg. Does that create a problem? And, I mean, that was always his dream, right? He wanted to get back to the NBA. Right. You can't. You can't fault a guy for... For for chasing his dream, he wanted to coach in the NBA, and it didn't. It didn't work. Who's it more uncomfortable for if this oh, would come good to question? Um, Hoiberg, who left Pollard. I don't know if there would be uncomfortable because Pollard's just leaving a gig to go over and take over too. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I think they met. If there is a fence to mend, like I think it's ridiculous to talk about. I don't think he's leaving. You don't. I don't. I get why they're chasing him. Mm-hmm. I get why they are. I mean, it took him a while, but look where football is. Yes. He got the right guy. Now, there was some swings and misses in there. And to be fair, I thought Chiswick was, oh, my God, you're getting Gene Chiswick? Yeah. He's the hottest coaching name out there right now. But he wasn't, didn't want to be here. Well, and who knows if he actually would have stuck around for five years, what it could have done, because he recruited at a high level. Mm-hmm. He did. That's true. In fact, he recruited yeah. at a higher level than we've seen Matt Campbell. Now, yeah. that doesn't always translate to wins. We've seen that part Absolutely. of it, too. But What was Brees Hall's line? Five star culture, not or whatever it was. Yeah, it was yeah. a good line, mm-hmm. and I get what he meant. Um, but that's Matt Campbell. Yes, but yeah, if, if you um, well, if you're not a Cyclone fan, search Jamie Pollard's <laughs> name on Twitter. Uh, it's coming up on eleven twenty five. Day Sprow on Iowa State coming up next. Claxon's barbecue giveaway in about twenty five minutes or thereabouts. Again, you can only play once a month. Claxon's in Altoona, thirty one thirty one Eighth Street Southwest in Altoona. Online ClaxonBBQ.com. ClaxonBBQ.com. Miller and Condon, fourteen sixty KXNO one zero three dot com. Keyguard Iowa provides the largest, longest-lasting, most durable, clog-free gutters available. Matched with excellent installation and customer service. And I can say that because I have K-Guard gutters on my home. The K-Guard Iowa team is devoted to providing customer service, expert workmanship, clog-free gutter systems, and a friendly experience all at an affordable price. Visit the website kguardiowa.com and they'll provide you a free estimate. K-Guard Iowa. Got her side. You can see it. Picture it. The building you've always wanted. An expansion of your existing business. A new retail center where your growth really begins to take off. You've got the vision, but now what? Now you connect with Graphite Construction Group. Formerly Roshan Corporation of Iowa, Graphite Construction Group is the partner you want to match your vision. From the moment you first connect to long after the build is complete, nobody does it better than Graphite Construction Group. See why. 
at Graphite GR. It's all in one app. Maybe you're thinking about franchising your business or purchasing a franchise. There's an experienced and trustworthy franchise lawyer right in your backyard. Don't waste your time or money searching for a lawyer out of state when Rush Niggett is here and ready to help your business. Hi, I'm Rush. I've specialized in business and franchise law for the past 25 years. I don't just want to be your lawyer. I want your business to succeed as much as you do. Your business needs Rush. Visit his award-winning blog at RushOnBusiness.com. It's good to have Rush on your... The Burbs. Now back to Miller and Condon on 1460 KXNO and 106.3 FM. Here's Ken and Trent. Hi, 1130 on a uh, Friday. It's Miller and Condon, 1460 KXNO, 106.3 on the FM dial. Thanks for being with us. We'll give four of our listeners an opportunity to win Claxton's Barbecue. We'll do that in about... 15 minutes or thereabouts. Right now, our friend Dave Sproul covers Iowa State for KASI 1430 on the AM dial. That's where Iowa State plays in Story County. Dave, you're going to be busy today. It sounds like Jamie Pollard's headed to Nebraska. Well, if you listen to Nebraska fans on Twitter. <laughs> uh, but um, look, it's quite a story, and I guess it does have some tentacles. I, I, I'm being facetious, obviously. But uh, that's where he's got, that's what he's done. He's um, made himself a wanted commodity in the eyes of some fan bases, the latest of which is to our west uh, in Lincoln as Bill Moose is out. Yeah, well, first and foremost, i got to say thanks for having me on, and, and it's always a, a pleasure to be talking with the innovator, the originator, and the architect of Sports Talk Radio in Iowa, Mr. Ken Miller. Happy uh, 25th Thank anniversary you, to you. You're too kind. Uh, yeah. No problem. Uh, the the speculation is, yeah, it's going to be natural. We've gone through this with Matt Campbell for uh, how many years now? And, uh, yeah, Jamie Pollard's name is definitely one that will come up in connection with Nebraska, and why not? I mean, it would be the smart move mm-hmm. by the folks in Lincoln to at least, you know, find out if there's a chance that, that they could lure him away from Iowa State. I would agree with you, Ken. I think it's more likely that Pollard stays. I don't know what you can accomplish at Nebraska right now that you can't accomplish at Iowa State. Because, I mean, you look at the, the marquee programs, mm-hmm. and Iowa State's probably better off, especially in football, certainly. Maybe about equal in men's basketball. Uh, and right now at Iowa State, it's maybe a little easier to sell hope with a new coach as opposed to a guy who's been there a couple of years. Um, but certainly, I mean, yeah, we're going to hear that speculation roll out. Maybe Nebraska comes along with an offer that Jamie Pollard can't refuse, but i, I got to say, if, if Pollard hasn't left Iowa State by now, and I'm sure he's had opportunity to do so oh, sure yeah. uh, it's hard to imagine going somewhere uh although this would be one of those jobs that might be on the short list of you know, having the potential to lure him away question is he's done incredible things at iowa state what more can be done now he's got the football program to a level frankly not many people thought outside of iowa state alums and fans that it could get to the basketball program has had great success and we'll see with the new hire what it's going to be the olympic sports are at a really high level track and field and on and on and on volleyball softball coach yesterday i think didn't they yeah they they've had success in those other sports too does it get to that point where i guess maybe the one remaining question is has he done everything he can in looking for that one last shot at it well, you know, the interesting thing about college sports is that there's always something happening. And now, you know, we're transitioning into the world of, in all likelihood, the world of name, image, and likeness rights for mm-hmm. athletes. And I know Jamie's not a fan of that, but that's going to be a reality no matter where you go. 
in, in college athletics right now. So it's something that you're going to have to deal with. And uh, I think if I know Jamie at all, he, he would, he wants Iowa state to be the best at everything, you know, within uh, what reasonable resources they can, they can put into it. And uh, I, I would think he would want Iowa state to be able to compete on that level because there's going to be a competition when it comes to NIL and trying to get athletes and appeal to them to, to show that Iowa state might be the best place for them to, to make the most of those rights. I think he still wants to build the wrestling program up. Uh, they've made some progress with Kevin Dresser the last few years, but that's a, a program that I think a lot of folks around here still believe should be at a national championship level, and they're not even quite to the Big 12 championship level yet. I think Missouri wants to see T.J. Otzelberger build the men's basketball program and accomplish big things there. So there are things left on the table for Iowa State, and, there, and there's just that constant you know, thing of, building college athletics and what's the next facility project going to be? Uh-huh. What's the next, you know, so, you know, Hilton Coliseum is still out there as the next renovation uh, project. And he wants to see through maybe that entertainment complex that was proposed a few years back uh, in the Hilton parking lot. So there's still a lot on the table that can be accomplished at Iowa state that I would imagine Jamie Pollard would like to see through. And I'm with you. And I think that you just hit the nail on the head, that entertainment pro- uh, complex, uh, obviously, he's, uh, he was at least uh, seemingly heavily involved in that, and that would be really something if it's able to come to fruition. Obviously, 2020 happened and uh, and 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 slowed things down there. You know, when you when you mention Hilton Coliseum, what could be done with it, David? Is it is um, you know it needs a new coat of paint, if uh, to use an expression. Um, it's such a great intimate building. I'm not saying you got to knock it down and build a new one, but what what can be done uh, to make it, you know, uh, to, to to bring it up to 2020 and beyond? Yeah, this is a project that's been in the works long enough that I don't remember all the details off the top of my head, but I know a big part of it was widening the concourse and that, you know, to make it a little more fan-friendly, give fans a little more room to get around and get uh, concessions or just get in and out of the facility. It's still one of the loudest places in college basketball. It's still going to be a great home atmosphere, but you know, just like everywhere else, you got to find a way to maximize the revenue. And so, you know, there might be changes down the road when it comes to luxury seating or maybe another club area or something like that to enhance the the revenue structure. But uh, you're you're sure not going to knock it down. That would cost you more money than you would make, not only in terms of the cost of building it, but also in terms of the fan reaction, there would be, absolute outrage if that was even on the table uh anything short of actually you know a structurally deficient building uh would uh, would be very negatively received in terms of a proposal to replace uh hilton coliseum so there are things that can be done to enhance the the fan experience there and i'm sure they're looking at whatever uh, angles they can to enhance uh, the revenue that they can generate through the men's basketball program and the other athletic programs that use that facility you missing not having the Capital City League this summer? At least something to bandy about? Because I sure am. I think so, too. I am, too. I don't miss it a bit. I've never gone <laughs> down, never watched a game there, never cared. I can't remember who it was when Greg McDermott was coach early on in his tenure at Iowa State who said the that league is a joke. That was the exact quote. He didn't say it on the record. But right. if a player who was a cast-off, roster filler type guy in the early tenure of Greg McDermott tells me that league is a joke. 
then I have no interest in it. Yeah, I, I'm with you, Dave Sproul. Okay, it's just it's it's filler uh, it is, for us, yeah. right? We don't need it this yeah. year because the NHL and the NBA have pushed their the winter sports are still going on in July. Uh, think think about that. So, uh, speaking of July press conference, media days will be will be uh, coming up in July. So when you take a look at Iowa State, obviously uh, the game that they're going to be the one game. Trent is that what we saw that they're going to be a dog in yes. is when they uh, when they go to Norman uh, and and take on. Oklahoma last year, Oklahoma State got them. Oklahoma got them. Of course, in the beginning of the year, Louisiana got them. Uh, you want to, you want to split with the Oklahoma schools, and if he could only choose one, I'm guessing you want to beat the Sooners more so than the Cowboys because the Sooners seem to be that team. But uh, who else, Dave? Who else? Um, when you think back to last year, was was a closer game than maybe that you wanted? To see and don't look now that you know maybe uh, maybe this team has got a bunch of super seniors coming back and they might be a sleeping giant. Have you looked that far ahead? I you know, I haven't really gotten into the rosters and how many guys are returning at at the other schools. But you, you, when you talk about that, the, the the game that jumps out to me from last season and this is mostly in hindsight as the season played out. It was the TCU game that was relatively early in the in the it was, yeah. schedule down in Fort Worth and it was, it was a close game throughout. Mm-hmm. And it was a closer game than I remember expecting at the time. And then when you look at how Iowa State handled the rest of the Big 12 schedule, it's really kind of surprising. And you saw where TCU went from that point on mm-hmm. in their Big 12 schedule. And so that, and that's the type of team, I mean, with a, a, a coach like they have in Patterson, I mean, he's been around a long time. His teams always fight hard, and they're going to come at you. And so that, that's a, you know, a, a type of team that might jump up and make life difficult for you at the very least, or maybe spring a really surprising upset it would be borderline shocking to see like a west virginia or texas tech uh beat iowa state but that those games do kind of come in a tough stretch with oklahoma sandwiched in there and you got to go on the road against both those teams uh but still i'd be i'd be very surprised maybe baylor will be better than they were but i don't imagine they're going to close that gap enough to make it uh, a competitive game with iowa state but you know, the one outside of Oklahoma and Oklahoma State, maybe TCU is, is the one that jumps to mind. It's just a team that could lie in wait and maybe spring a surprise on you. That was a very close game, mm-hmm. no doubt Max about Max Duggan it. plays in the first half. That's a good point, Trent, He because he didn't play. He was coming mm-hmm. off an injury, and then they had Oklahoma, and uh, they beat Oklahoma week The Baylor three. game was close? It was. Yeah, it absolutely was. Um, you know, when when it comes to Texas Tech, remember Shuck, the quarterback from Oregon last year? Yeah. He's a Red Raider. He's the and they love him. They think that eh. national people love that dude. I, from what what we am saw, I missing? We saw one game. Well, uh, we I saw, saw the, a few more. I saw the Pac-12 championship and he got replaced in it. He did. I don't get it. I don't get it. Uh, Dave Sproul. KASI, 1430 on the uh, AM dial. Dave, love having you on. Uh, thank you. Appreciate uh, the kind words, and we'll talk to you next week, Dave. Already looking forward to it, guys. Have a great weekend. Good to talk to you, pal. Dave Sproul, KASI, 1430 on the uh, AM dial. Um, yeah, that was that, that's that's good point by Dave, because they, they lose to Louisiana. Mm-hmm. And TCU gave him a hell of a fight. They did. They, they were... It didn't work out that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they they're one and one after two, but that could have gone the other way. Lately, Iowa State has finally returned the favor against Kansas State, right? Yeah. But I'm sure there's still some Wildcats had their number for a long time. Didn't there's they? some scar tissue still in there uh-huh. for Cyclone fans that uh-huh. just wonder. And Skylar Thompson is such a difference with him. Kansas State, as they've shown, can lot, beat anybody. A lot of folks think that they've got a pulse with him. Without him, 
Different story. They stink. Right. They got Julius Brents there, the former Hawkeye. Hell a lot yeah. of buzz about him. Yeah, I forgot about him. He uh, he showed up on a list I saw from Feldman over at The Athletic. There's a lot of buzz. Kansas State really likes him. So defense should be all right. Mm-hmm. Skylar Thompson's all right. Another team. That next tier. Who do you like after Iowa State, Texas, and Oklahoma? Mm, see, I can't, I like what West Virginia's doing. You like Deggy? Yes. Yeah. I mean, it depends on the week. I, I just can't wait to get ensconced in all of these teams. Get your get, Phil Steele. Get my Phil Steele. Get and your magnified glass. And get to work. Get to work. I'm going to make a stop by this afternoon and see if, uh, I, well, see if can, they're Can early. you go? Well, they said this weekend. Yes. So we'll see. Um, and the TCU game, which was week two, is week 12. It's the final game of the oh, year. Right, yeah. Final game of the year. They finished November home to Texas at in Lubbock, uh, in Norman, and then TCU. All right, Claxons, it's time for four of our listeners right now. I've reopened the phone lines, unbusied them. So if you were calling, hoping to jump the gun a little bit, you got a busy signal. You won't as of right now. 284-5966. We will take the first four callers. 284-5966. Four of you will get a chance to play for Claxons Barbecue. We'll give you games, props. You get the most right. A $35 gift certificate goes your way. Uh, if you're the runner-up, you get 25 If you're getting a ring, be patient. Trent will answer it. That means you're in. Claxons Barbecue next. Miller and Condon, 1460 KXNO10. DraftKings is not only my favorite sports book, but they're also America's top rated sports book. I love using DraftKings. It's easy to navigate, has plenty of instructions for new betters, and nearly limitless ways to get in on all of the action. My friends and family, they love DraftKings, and I'm pretty confident that you will too. And how about this offer? It is a good one. Put $1 down at DraftKings Sportsbook and win $100 in site credits. All you have to do, pick the right basketball team to win. Don't have to cover, just win the game. And if you do, you will get $100 in site credits on a $1 wager. Don't forget DraftKings Sportsbook. Also great odds and promotions. They got hockey. They have baseball. They have golf. They have the Olympics. So much more all week long. It's safe, secure, and reliable so you can deposit and most importantly, withdraw your funds at your convenience. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use the promo code KXNO when you sign up to turn $1 into $100 in free credits. Bet on the basketball team of your choice to win their next game. If you do, you'll claim $100 in free credits. That's promo code KXNO. For a limited time, only a DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older. Iowa only. New customers only. Wagers paid out in site credits. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call one 1- Wolf Roofing has learned a few things over the years. We understand that no one wants their home improvement project to drag on. So at Wolf Roofing, we plan for your project well before we set foot on site. As a result, most projects are done in one day. We also know quality is important in the big things like a proper installation and in the details like cleaning up well and using magnets to find stray nails. Find us on the web at wolfroofing.net or give us a call 225 Eight eight. Hi, Miller and 
and welcome back to Moines Sports Station, 1460 KX and 0106.3 FM. We have arrived at that part of the week where we give four of our listeners an opportunity to win some barbecue from Claxons. Claxons in business in Altoona for 25 years. 3131 8th Street Southwest in Altoona. ClaxonBBQ.com. That's the website. You can find the menu, the hours, etc., etc. ClaxonBBQ.com. Mike, David K., David B., and Rob in that order. I'll give you the tiebreaker now, fellas, so you can put some thought to this. Uh, The Cubs have three games remaining in their series in Los Angeles against the Dodgers. How many runs will the Cubs score tonight, tomorrow, and Sunday? And by the way, Cubs are Sunday night baseball uh, this week. ESPN, potentially a pretty good way to end the weekend. A little Sunday night baseball where the rating strength, have you seen them? No. They're killing that. Oh, really? Way, way, way up. They're ecstatic with uh, with uh, baseball on Sunday night on ESPN. Even as much as A-Rod sucks, huh? <laughs> He's a lightning rod, no uh, doubt But about I've it. told you, I've watched more Sunday night baseball this year I'm with than you. a long time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Even with more NHL and NBA going on. I just there's something about it that has just worked this year. Good matchups too. Yeah, indeed they have been for the most part in in compelling games. Now, and how about this weekend? Yankees Red Sox are playing and they're not on and Sunday they didn't night put baseball. it on Sunday night baseball. <laughs> and that makes the Midwest very very yes. pleased. Uh Mike is up first. Uh Mike, welcome to Miller and Condon. Mike, how are you? I'm good. How are you, fellas? Good, thank you. Uh here we go. You know how this works, right? Yes, sir. The Islanders and the Lightning play Game 7 tonight in Tampa Bay. Who will win? Uh, let's go with Lightning. Lightning, TB for you. Milwaukee's a 7.5-point favorite tonight over the Hawks of Atlanta. Milwaukee. Suns-Clippers, Game 4. Pick them. Who do you want tomorrow night? Suns at Clips. Suns. The A's and the Giants, a base series. They have a three-game set in San Francisco, both pretty good baseball teams. Uh, who will win the three-game series, Oakland or San Francisco? Oakland. And here's the tiebreaker, closest without going over, Mike. Cubs will score how many games in uh, how many runs rather in the three remaining games this weekend against the Dodgers? 13. Mike, have a good weekend. Thank you. Yeah, appreciate it. Uh, David K is next. Hello, David. How are you? Good. Thank you. Uh, Islanders or Tampa Bay in Game 7 tonight? Uh, Islanders. Milwaukee's a 7.5-point favorite over Atlanta tonight in the Eastern Conference Final. Hawks. Suns Clippers tomorrow out west. Pick them. Who do you want? Clippers. A's or the Giants? Who wins the three-game set in San Francisco? Giants. Total runs, total Cubs runs this weekend, tonight, tomorrow, and Sunday. Closest without going over, David. The losers, known as the Cubs, will score 10. <laughs> Don't t- uh, Let me guess, Cardinal fan? White Sox. Ah, White Sox, <laughs> good stuff. David, thank you, my friend. Good to talk to you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, from David K to David B. Hello, David. Hi, guys. What's up? Uh, good to talk to you. Thanks for participating. Islanders or yep. Lightning tonight in Game 7? I'm going to go with the Islanders. Okay. Bucks, a 7.5-point favorite over Atlanta. Who do you want in that one? Milwaukee. Suns, Clippers, it's a pick em. Phoenix or L.A.? 
I'm going to take the Suns. Taking Phoenix to get her done in Game 4. A's and the Giants have a three-game series. Who wins the series this weekend? I'm going to go with the Giants. Taking the Giants. Tiebreaker, David. Uh, total Cubs runs tonight, tomorrow, and Sunday. Closest without going over. Uh, someone earlier took my number, 13. I'm going to take 14. You can have 13 if you want. No, no, I'll make keep it interesting. I, I'm having fun with this. I'll, I'll say 14. David, thanks for playing. Appreciate you listening and calling yep, in. Bruce. Thank you. And uh, Rob brings Claxons to a close for another week. Hi, Rob. Hey, guys. How we doing? Good, thank you. Islanders or Tampa Bay in Game 7 tonight? I will take Tampa Bay. Milwaukee is giving 7.5 to the Hawks of Atlanta. I like the points. I'll take the Hawks. Taking the points. Good move. Uh, Suns Clips, game four. It's a pick em. Who do you want tomorrow night? Suns, please. A's Giants. Who wins the three-game set in San Francisco? I like the Giants, and my number will be 12 for the Cubs. 12 it is. Rob, thank you. Have a good weekend. Appreciate it. You too, guys. Thank you. Uh, thank you to Claxon's 3131 8th Street Southwest in Altoona. Claxon Barbecue, ClaxonBBQ.com. Thank them to them for making it possible for us to end our week once again uh, by giving uh, four of our listeners a chance to win barbecue. We'll keep going, and soon we'll have football games yes. and point spreads. Oh, how good is that? Glorious. 66 days. Nebraska and Illinois play is it? Do they play at noon on the twenty eighth? That's think what the I early saw. Game. I don't know if that was officially scheduled, but yeah, I believe. Yeah, and it might be eleven o'clock our time, or is it noon our I time? I think it's noon okay. on Fox, if memory serves. Well, you know what? Pushing it back an hour, or something like that. Yes, because it's, it's not a very busy slate. I've got right. it right in front of me. It's noon on Fox, then middle of the afternoon Hawaii UCLA two thirty, and then you kind of it's kind of a reach. Uh huh. UConn Fresno State. They haven't, right. they haven't scheduled that yet. I mean, we'll watch it. Of course we will. It's uh-huh. college football. Yes. Uh, Elkhorn, NC State. Mm, that's on ESPN. I'm sure I'll flip it on at some point. Yeah. Or maybe the but baseball might be, you know, in the waning days of August. What, the Twins are going to be back in it at that no, point? No, Trent. Have, oh. you, have, you, have you given up? I know you spent a lot of time on Wednesday <laughs> mathematically trying to get your team yeah, back, back in. Yeah, it's back out. I'm thing. back out again. Yeah. Old friend Eddie Rosario got him yesterday. Like Palmer was out there throwing pitches for the Indians. So. I think that since you went to the trouble of doing that mm-hmm. exercise in your mind, they've dropped both games I, subsequently. They yes, they did. That's what I thought. Came roaring back in that game against the Reds on Tuesday, it was. Was it? Okay. Tied it up to promptly give up a three-run home run after and lost 10-7. And then yesterday, yeah, 4-1, they lose to the Indians. How about you? Well, one thing, the Cubs, you know, we didn't talk much about the Cubs. Right. No hitter. Contreras, by the way, has seen the ball really well. This past week, he's had a really good week uh, in the batter's box. Did you see the quote from Kimbrell, though, that he didn't know it was a no-hitter? I did. I don't know. I mean, I guess it's possible. He's a reliever. Uh Uh-huh. He's not in the dugout with the guys, and and I don't know if... uh, I'm sure they have a routine, and he has a routine that he goes through every game. Mm -hmm. He knows what he's going to do, but to just... To be that oblivious. Now he's played probably, what, almost 2,000 Major League games? Or at least been there for 2,000 Major League games? Yep, maybe. I think it's just something he's saying I thought it was a stretch, too, but I read it and I tried to uh, take his side of things. Well, whatever. I mean, he was was unbelievable. He struck (laughs) out the three batters that he faced. He better just never know exactly what's going on, but it doesn't matter. He's been so good. He's had an unreal season. 
Unbelievable. I thought it was over for him. I did too. Now, Cappy will remind us on Wednesday or whenever we bring... Well, don't forget, last September he started to look like Craig Kimbrell again, and I guess. Yeah. But, but it was kind of... I guess. I didn't buy it. No. I didn't buy it. That's. Uh, I thought that was the anomaly. But anyways, um, so Sunday Night Baseball is on tap for me because we don't mm-hmm. know the schedule, right? Right. We, we have no... I don't know if game one of the Stanley Cup is going to be played because... We know that the Habs are in. Um, we don't know. We, we Obviously, the winner will come out of tonight. But when do they start playing? Now, the other competition. I, that's my guess. Yeah. Uh, Sunday night will be um, back in the East. Atlanta gets Milwaukee in game three on Sunday. So, Cubs will have a little competition. But all in all, pretty good week, way to end your sports weekend. Murph and Andy in an hour and five minutes. The Fanatics at three. Saturday morning pregame tomorrow at 8 a.m. We're Miller and Condon. Weekdays 10 to noon on 1460 KXNO and